If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip Today on 1-800-938-007. The very first gardening slot of the brand new year. Glad to be joined as usual by Alton Nesbitz of Centenary Home and Garden. Good morning to you, Alton. Good morning, Fran. And a happy new year to you and all of that. Um, uh, The first day of spring, do you you see this as the first day of spring, by the way, Alton? Absolutely. I mean, it is just a phenomenal day today. And really, uh, the evenings are getting a bit of a stretch in the evenings and brighter in the mornings as well. So it's a fantastic time of year. Uh, Now, what I love um, at this time of year is when the snowdrops start to come or all the spring bulbs. Mm. And they give great display uh, at this time of the year. And it gives everybody a bit of a lift, really. I mean, it's fantastic to see these really tough little plants coming into flower uh, at this time of year. And, and again, giving a, a great display. You can get through these uh, spring bulbs, different colours and things like that. Things like the lovely the white snowdrops, the crocuses, uh, a thing called blue muscaria. It's a great hyacinth, it's particularly nice. But if you want things that have lovely scent as well, are the lovely hyacinths. And the hyacinths have, have a magnificent perfume from them. But you can also have those, let's say, at either side of the doorway, um, that will give your guests uh, a great scent um, uh, as they arrive. Or what's lovely as well is these lovely paper wipes. These are type of, of nar- narcissi. Um, it's lovely, like a, a double uh, white, a creamy white uh, flower mm. on it. Um, and uh, again, that has a lovely perfume from it as well. But a great selection of, of, of spring bulbs coming up, showing their little heads uh, at this time of year. Um, and what's lovely combination with those as well would be the, the bedding plants, these kind of um, uh, spring, kind of winter spring uh, bedding plants. Things like the lovely bellus. This is a lovely type of daisy type plant that you can get. And getting brighter colours in the pink, the white and, uh, and, and um, uh, red as well. Or a thing called forget-me-not, which is a lovely blue, where you can get it in white as well. Um, again, they're self-dee quite freely as well, so they're an easy thing to grow. Um, violas and pansies, and of course the wallflowers. Wallflowers are fantastic for scent as well and colour. And again, you can get them kind of in various varying heights as well. Some are much taller than others, but really, or there's even a perennial type wallflower that you get as a lovely purple type flower. But that's again quite scented as well. Um, uh, again, uh, heathers, which are great colour at the moment. Um, and I think the heathers are fantastic to have in your garden because they attract an awful lot of the bumblebees and, and, and even the honeybees as well. So, again, use varieties that are quite hardy and that are easy to grow. Uh, things like the Eric Carnies, um, they're kind of lime tolerant. So they'll um, grow in, in, in type of limey soil. Um, so you don't have to be fussy about um, adding uh, uh, peaches to the ground or anything like that. So the Eric Carnies, springwood white or springwood pink, are particularly good as well. Very good. And um, if if people's gardens are anything like mine, a little bit chaotic at the moment, I suppose we should be preparing for to enjoy the garden yeah. over the next few months, Alton. Yeah, exactly. Um, really, because uh, of the winter, the doldrums of winter, um, a lot of things tend to get a little bit untidy looking or things are starting to get overgrow a little bit. So a bit of pruning now is a good, good idea. It's just, uh, trim back any, any uh, trees or shrubs just to keep them in check. Um, anything that's coming into flower, I would tend to leave those to flower, first of all. Things like the lovely camellias. Mm. And I, I love the camellias or even the magnolias as well. They'll all be starting to come into flower. Uh, so don't, don't prune them. Prune, the, the rule of thumb really is prune straight after flowering. And that will just pr- pr- um, 
give you a great display for next year as well. So things like that, there's something called a chorus contorta, which is the twisted hazel. That's a lovely flower at the moment. These lovely castle-type flowers that come out of it, golden flowers, um, or even the viburnum tiny fever price. That's a mass, it's a lovely evergreen shrub, but a lovely mass of flowers at the moment as well. And that's quite a hard thing to grow. And again, it's a very good as a hedge or even as a screen um, in, in large borders. Um, I always like um, the azaleas and rhododendrons, or even a thing called Pierre's Forest Flame. Now, the Pierre's Forest Flame is quite an ideal shrub to have in a large container. Um, it's a lovely evergreen, but the new leaves that turn bright red. And um, so, again, they're starting to, to sprout up now with the new foliage. And that's it's almost like them, as if there was mm. flames coming out of it. But that also has lovely white lily of the valley type flowers which give a great display at this time of the year as well. Very good. You made reference there to pruning and a couple of uh, questions in on that. Is it too late to prune apple trees? And somebody wondering, is it too late to cut back shrubs? No, I would do um, now fruit trees now. Uh, any any this, uh, tree, fruit trees that have any canker in it or rot or even die back on the trees, prune that all out of the trees. Always use an arbor paint, a heel and seal paint, onto any of the wounds that you do cut back on. And that will just protect it from any canker getting further back into the tree and keep it nice and keen. It's a good idea as well. Because the trees are, are dormant now, it's a good idea is to spray them with a winter wash. This gets rid of any lichen or algae or moss that's on the tree. So it keeps it looking keen. Then you, you, you get plenty of flowers uh, and uh, a better better display um, mm really of fruit and, and pollination later on, you know. Right, you're, um, you're reading my mind because another question in from a listener was about washing the tree trunks that have moss on them. Yeah. Now, really, there's this product called uh, Winter Tree Wash, which is quite good. Um, and you spray this onto the whole of the tree, really. And that gets rid of any um, lichen or algae or moss that's on the tree. Because that tends to retard the growth of the tree right, once it's on it. So by giving it the spray of the winter wash, that, that cleans, it, cleans that all away and gets rid of any, any bugs or, or larvae that may be harboring in the tree as well. So it, it keeps it nice and clean. With, with pruning, it's very important to, to prune now um, and always cut back to um, where there's an axle um, where you, you promote more side-to-side shoots growing. And always, with any of the long vegetative shoots, it's a good idea it's just to tie them back, just bend them back. So that's what forces produce these lovely fruit spurs um, on, on the tree. And then, therefore, you get more flowers and, and better pollination than that way. Alyssa, is wondering about a timeline as well of getting the ground ready to sow wildflowers, Alton, and what wildflowers are best for a showing this year. That's Carmel, who's in Thurlis. Yeah, I love wildflowers. I love wildflower mm. mixes as well. Yeah. There's quite a good variety of them out there. We do have Flora Nova um, types, types of wildflower mixes. These are, 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 you can get them kind of perennial or annual type flower mixes uh, with them, or a meadow mix, um, or even an alpine mix as well, which is quite low going. Now, with the alpine mix, they they're, are normally so then like a kind of rockery or it's very stony ground, or even waste wasteland um, is so the, the rockery perennials. They're they're particularly good. They're, they're things like the aubrichias and arabis, uh, 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 alisin or even thing called uh, a maria sea trip, which is often these lovely. Uh, cotton little buds that you often see um, around the coast of Ireland. Lovely, lovely pink flowers out of them. Uh, and they're particularly easy to grow. Um, and they're perennials. So once you sow them, they'll keep coming every year. But I would start uh, preparing the ground now by uh, just cutting off the... Uh, do a double dig um, on the area where you're going to sow them um, and just rake over lightly. 
and then um, uh, sow the seeds um, now at the moment. Um, and again, go for the either, if you want a tall mix, go for the meadow mix, which is quite good. You'll have the lovely tall poppies, um, a thing called uh, cornflower, and uh, the, the lovely uh, metinopsis. So, so there's several um, different colours that you can get in that, or even uh, the, the nasturtiums as well. They're quite good because they're, they're, they spread along uh, the ground for the lovely hot orange mm. and yellow flowers from them. Um, again, so, so you can start sowing those now. Uh, prepare the ground, first of all, though, first. Get rid of any, any um, rough grass there. Rake it over lightly and then sow the seed onto it. And then rake over again lightly so that the birds don't eat half of them. <laughs> Right, uh, absolutely. Uh, a listener on to say, I have strawberry plants in a raised bed, and I'm wondering, will they bring me fruit? Yeah, with strawberry plants, uh, they're ideal in a raised bed so that the, the, the um, fruits can hang over the side yeah. of the raised bed. So that keeps the fruit looking keen. Now, it's important with the strawberry plants to get rid of any, any of the lower leaves. These are the brown leaves that you see at the base of the strawberry plants. Too tidy up on them. So get rid of any of the old leaves and, and um, any brown leaves at the base of the plant. So that keeps it loving clean. So you don't get any detritus or mildew on the strawberries. Um, another thing then to do as well is to try and get rid of, remove any uh, runners that are on the strawberries. These are the little baby plants that are coming out of the, the main plant. So try and kind of cut them off and then you can transplant them back into the row as well so you have more plants. That's right. Um, with strawberries, it's, it's the, the main thing is try and have as much air and light around them uh, as much as possible. And as soon as they start coming into flower, um, put the straw or, or, or um, uh, weed control fabric just, just around the basis. So that keeps the, the fruit lovely and clean and no, and no um, uh, atritis or mildew will, will, will go in the fruit. Right. Just briefly, a final one, if you would, Alton. I've noticed some of my tulips uh, each year are shorter uh, this year, I presume that should be. Uh, is there any way to fix this? Uh, with tulips, uh, what happens with them, uh, after about five years, they tend to get um, uh, exhausted. The, the, the energy goes, goes out of them. So really every five years, I would tend to um, re-sow again so that you get a, a great great display. But by what, what was a good idea as well is to feed your tulips now with a thing called sulfate of potash, just at the base of them, just a bit dusting of that at the base of, of each clump of, of, of tulips that you have. This will encourage the bulbs to bulk up quite well for next year so that you'll get a great display of, of flowers. It prolongs the flowering of them, really, for years to come. But um, what happens sometimes if they haven't been fed regularly, uh, they tend to get weaker and weaker um, after about five years, and then really it's much better just to buy a fresh um, uh, packet oh. of bulbs, really. And that that will prolong the flowering. Very interesting indeed. It's great to have you back, Alton. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Good morning Thanks, to you. Bye bye, you know. Alton Nisbet there of Centenary Home and Garden with the uh, first gardening slot of the new year.